Hello, this is Jerry Hendricks and Adrian Hendricks from Save One More Now Incorporated, where our focus is to lovingly confront all activities that dishonor human life created in the image of God. There is no greater dishonor to God and human life than to reject his eternal salvation only available through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us. Today, it is our honor to present the word of God. We pray that this message will minister to each of you as you allow the Holy Spirit to do in your hearts what only He can do. We have the assurance at Isaiah 55 verses 10 and 11, For as the rain and snow come down from the heavens and return not there again, but water the earth and make it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. This presentation comes from the New Testament books of First and Second Thessalonians. Both books are letters from the Apostle Paul to the church in Thessalonica. Paul and Silas were there for three Sabbaths preaching about Jesus, the need for his death, and the truth of his resurrection. As a result, many Jews and Greeks, both men and important women of the city, came to faith in the Messiah. The record of what happened to Paul, Silas, and other believers afterward is recorded in Acts chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. The first letter is an encouragement to the congregation and an exhortation to continue in living out the changes in their lives that had come about by faith in Jesus, and not to be discouraged or persuaded to turn away from that faith. Paul also repeats some of what he had taught them while he was there, elaborates on the fine points of living out the Christian life with victory, and reveals the nature of Jesus' return. The second letter provides further encouragement for the congregation to persevere in the face of persecution leveled against them by the Jews and others. Paul also reminds them of the fate of those who reject the Lord Jesus, praising them for their steadfastness of their belief Finally, he instructs them on how to treat others in the congregation who are not living their lives according to his teaching. It would do us well to consider these words, allow the Holy Spirit to show us their application, and then put them in place. And now we bring you the letters to the Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the assembly of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We always give thanks to God for all of you, mentioning you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and perseverance of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ before our God and Father. We know, brothers, loved by God, that you were chosen and that our good news came to you not in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with much assurance. You know what kind of men we showed ourselves to be among you for your sake, you became imitators of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all who believe in Macedonia and in Achaia. For from you the word of the Lord has been declared, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith toward God has gone out, so that we need not to say anything. For they themselves report concerning us what kind of a reception we had from you, and how you turned to God from idols, to serve a living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. Chapter 2 
For you yourselves know, brothers, our visit to you wasn't in vain, but having suffered before and been shamefully treated, as you know at Philippi, we grew bold in our God to tell you the good news of God and much conflict. For our exhortation is not of error, nor of uncleanness, nor in deception. But even as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the good news, so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God who tests our hearts. For neither were we at any time found using words of flattery, as you know, nor a cloak of covetousness, God is witness, nor seeking glory from men, neither from you nor from others, when we might have claimed authority as apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother cherishes her own children. Even so, affectionately longing for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not the good news of God only, but also our own souls, because you had become very dear to us. For you remember, brothers, our labor and travail for working night and day, that we might not burden any of you. We preach the good news of God. You are witnesses with God how holy, righteously, and blamelessly we behaved ourselves toward you who believe. As you know, we exhorted, comforted, and implored every one of you, as a father does his own children, to the end that you should walk worthily of God, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. For this cause, we also thank God without ceasing, that when you received from us the word of the message of God, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also works in you who believe. For you, brothers, became imitators of the assemblies of God which are in Judea in Christ Jesus. For you also suffered the same things from your own countrymen, even as they did from the Jews, who killed both the Lord Jesus and their own prophets, and drove us out, and don't please God, and are contrary to all men, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles, that they may be saved, to fill up their sins always. But wrath has come on them to the uttermost. But we, brothers, being bereaved of you for a short season, in presence, not in heart, tried even harder to see your face with great desire, because we wanted to come to you. Indeed, I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope, or joy, or crown of rejoicing? Isn't it even you, before our Lord Jesus at his coming? For you are our glory and our joy. Chapter 3 Therefore, when we couldn't stand it any longer, we thought it good to be left behind at Athens alone, and sent Timothy, our brother and God's servant, in the good news of Christ, to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith, that no one be moved by these afflictions. For you know that we are appointed to this task. For most certainly, when we were with you, we told you beforehand that we are to suffer affliction, even as it happened, and you know. For this cause I also, when I couldn't stand it any longer, sent that I might know your faith, for fear that by any means the tempter had tempted you, and our labor would have been in vain. But when Timothy came just now to us from you, and brought us glad news of your faith and love, that you have good memories of us always, longing to see us, even as we also long to see you. For this cause, brothers, we were comforted over you in all our distress and affliction through your faith. For now we live, if you stand fast in the Lord. For what thanksgiving can we render again to God for you? For all the joy with which we rejoice for your sakes before our God, night and day, praying exceedingly that we may see your face and may perfect that which is lacking in your faith. 
Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you, and the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as we also do toward you. To the end he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Chapter 4 Finally then, brothers, we beg and exhort you and the Lord Jesus that as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God, that you abound more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you know how to control his own body in sanctification and honor, not in the passion of lust, even as to Gentiles who don't know God, that no one should take advantage of and wrong a brother or sister in this matter, because the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as also we forewarn you and testified. For God called us not for uncleanness, but in sanctification. Therefore, he who rejects this doesn't reject man, but God, who has also given his Holy Spirit to you. But concerning brotherly love, you have no need that one write to you. For you yourselves are taught by God to love one another, for indeed you do it toward all the brothers who are in all Macedonia. We exalt you, brothers, that you abound more and more, and that you make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, and to do your own business, and to work with your own hands, even as we instructed you, that you may walk properly toward those who are outside, and may have need of nothing. But we don't want you to be ignorant, brothers, concerning those who have fallen asleep, so that you don't grieve like the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. For this we tell you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will in no way precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with God's trumpet. The dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Chapter 5 But concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need that anything be written to you. For you yourselves know well that the day of the Lord comes like a thief in the night. For when they are saying, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction will come on them like birth pains on a pregnant woman, and they will in no way escape. But you, brothers, aren't in darkness that the day should overtake you like a thief. You are all children of light and children of the day. We don't belong to the night nor to darkness. So then, let's not sleep as the rest do, but let's watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep in the night, and those who are drunk are drunk in the night. But let's, since we belong to the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God didn't appoint us to wrath, but to the obtaining of salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore, exhort one another and build each other up, even as you also do. But we beg you, brothers, to know those who labor among you and are over you and the Lord and admonish you and to respect and honor them in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourselves. We exalt you, brothers. Admonish the disorderly. Encourage the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Be patient toward all. 
See that no one returns evil for evil to anyone, but always follow after that which is good for one another and for all. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus toward you. Don't quench the spirit. Don't despise prophecies. Test all things and hold firmly that which is good. Abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, who will also do it. Brothers, pray for us. Greet all the brothers with a holy kiss. I solemnly command you by the Lord that this letter be read to all the holy brothers. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 Paul and Silvanus and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians and God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We are bound to thank God always for you, my brothers, as it is right because your faith grows exceedingly and the love of each one of you abounds toward one another, so much so that we ourselves glory in you and the churches of God for your patience and faith and all your persecution and tribulations which you endure. For this is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you also suffer, since it is a righteous thing with God to repay tribulation to those who trouble you, and to give rest with us to you who are troubled, at the revealing of the Lord Jesus from heaven with the angels of his power, in flaming fire taking vengeance on those who do not know God, and who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all those who believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. Therefore we also pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of the calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Chapter 2. Now we beseech you, my brothers, with regard to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, that you should not be soon shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit nor by word or letter, as through us, as if the day of Christ is at hand. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come unless there first comes a fallen away, and the man of sin shall be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worship, so that he sets as God in the temple of God, setting himself forth that he is God. Do you not remember that I told you these things when I was still with you? And now you know what holds back for him to be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already working, only he is now holding back until it comes out of the midst. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the breath of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, whose coming is according to the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceit of unrighteousness in those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, so that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, so that all those who do not believe the truth but delight in unrighteousness might be condemned. 
But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brothers, beloved of the Lord, because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, to which he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my brothers, stand fast and hold the teachings which you have been taught, whether by word or by our letter. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, who has loved us and has given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Chapter 3 Finally, my brothers, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified, even as it also is with you. And pray that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all do not have the faith. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and guard you from the evil. And we have confidence in the Lord regarding you, that you both do and will do the things which we command you. And may the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patience of Christ. Now we command you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw yourselves from every brother who walks disorderly, and not after the teaching which he received from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to follow us. For we did not behave ourselves disorderly among you, neither did we eat any man's bread freely, but we worked with labor and travail night and day, so that we might not be heavy on any of you, not because we do not have authority, but to make ourselves an example to you to imitate us. For even when we were with you, we commanded you this, that if anyone would not work, neither should he eat. For we hear that there are some who walk disorderly among you, not working at all, but being busybodies. Now we command and exalt those who are such by our Lord Jesus Christ, that they work with quietness and eat their own bread. But you, brothers, do not be weary in well-doing. And if anyone does not obey our word by this letter, mark that one and have no company with him that he may be ashamed. Yet do not count him as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. And may the Lord of peace himself give you peace always in every way. The Lord be with you all. The greeting of Paul by my own hand, which is the sign in every letter, so I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. We at Save One More Now Incorporated encourage all listeners to seek the Lord for his calling on your life. If you faithfully spend time with him throughout the day, you will come to know without a doubt that he really loves you and he has a purpose for your being here. We can be reached by email at truelife at saveonemorenow.org or our telephone number in the United States, 850-727-0493. We look forward to joining you next week and ask you to remember, Life life is good, God gives life, God is good.